0: welcome to the listeners episode you're here today that's what we do yesterday was halloween yesterday
2: was halloween yeah yeah because it comes on the first you're right yep how are you um i was talking to you i was talking to everybody who's listening oh i'll wait for everyone to answer them good so um (laughs) and how are you em i'm fine um I, i have yet to experience halloween yet so i'm not too sure how it's gonna go but it's gonna go Well, actually, right now, if it's the first, that means I'm currently on a flight back home to Virginia. That's right. And I won't see you again until our live show in D.C. We're
0: prepping for D.C. Also, real quick, before we get started on our stories, your stories, um, Classic Kevin is back with us, just like right out of the gate, doing some stories on our Patreon. So if you are a donor of any number, you will be able to access those, and we're going to post those on the first. So enjoy. Okay. He's very excited, and Eva
2: handpicked some stories for him. And for us. And um, I do want to say, because we didn't say it in the last episode. Currently, as far as we know, there are still openings for the following shows for you to buy tickets for by openings, openings as in like, if you want to audition to be on the stage with us, we have opening acts. <laughs> no, we still have tickets available for um, a couple different shows. So I'm just going to read them out. Um, the Wilbur in Boston on February 2nd. I should have done this in order. I never do it. In order. <laughs> mm, let's let's try again um st louis we have tickets for january 20th um in san diego we have tickets for january 21st in asbury park in new jersey we've got tickets for january 30th and by the way that's a really cool venue it's like bruce springsteen's venue so yeah. like go check it so out. please come please please come then we also have the wilbur like i said in boston on february 2nd we have orlando in march on the 15th and we have tampa in march the day after on the 16th all those tickets there are still tickets for all those shows go to and that's why drink.com
0: slash live and that you'll be able to click any of the links yes yay all right so i'm gonna
2: go first ready for this i'm ready halloween listeners episode fucking stoked bro all right homie home slice let's go my man
0: oh my i know
2: you're still in your sex kitten outfit i went too far
0: yeah and it's really hot in here
2: do you want to strip a little that's okay i was thinking (laughs) mean it in the way that it came off i meant more like you want to unzip and tie the I arms saw around your the waist. face shift from like
0: innocent question to like i'm so disgusted with myself. i really hated
2: who i was it was a i didn't mean it that way you know what just stay clothed um, slow-mo <clears throat> moment let's just let's actually i just hope you just stay gross in that um so you are so <laughs> evil i just don't know what makes anything i say right anymore um here is our first email this is called a Bloody Mary follow up, Brazilian oh! version. Hells yeah. And this is from Livia. So it starts with, What's up, Eva? Hurtful. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. No, listen, I think Eva just went in and typed that and replaced Eva. her. Names. Eva. Eva? You, silly Eva. You just wanted your name silly on. Silly girl. The show. So it then says, uh, I love you, Eva. What? No, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> You're so beautiful. Hold on. <laughs> Why don't you strip for me? Oh, wait. Oh, my. Livia. That's what
2: Livia. I, listen, I'm just quoting you, M. to be Look, honest. Look, I'm not proud of who I am either. Um, Livia then says, I'm a big fan of the podcast, and today when I was listening to the latest episode, M discussed Bloody Mary, and I decided to write in for the first time. I'm glad I did that for you, Livia. Uh, here's the dealio. I'm Brazilian, although I've lived in the U.S. for two years now, and the story was a little different there, so I thought I'd tell you about it.
0: Ooh, I didn't know there was a Brazilian version.
2: The first time I heard it, I was in second grade. Oh, the prime age for fear. It is a
0: great time.
2: I was just coming out of the school's bathroom, and I happened to stumble upon a group of girls in my grade who were sitting on the floor in a very cult-like circle. Oh, were me and Christine there? Yes. Um, intrigued, I Reading asked them— Reading <laughs> <Yes>. Sorry. <laughs> intrigued, I asked them to explain why they all looked so terrified. So from then on I was made aware of Bloody Mary or as she is known in Brazil um <clears throat> the tell me you gave, you gave M Portuguese
0: to say Alan.
2: Well, she also gave me the English version which was very nice for. Oh, her. Good. And the English version is The Blonde of the Bathroom.
0: Ooh. Which Megan. <laughs> for sure Megan. There's literally no other blonde. I didn't in the know
2: her, I didn't know the game in Brazil was called Megan. <laughs> Megan, Megan, Megan. <laughs> and that's Megan talking to her herself. <laughs>
0: in the mirror obviously uh
2: i'm not sure what her story was because i've heard many different ones over the course of elementary school but one of the most common ones was that she was a woman who was hated by many megan sounds about right
0: i'm just really falling into place here (laughs) and
2: one day someone slammed her head onto the sink and she died
0: okay too far
2: Megan didn't deserve no, that. No, I didn't say Just that. Just a smack or two was all she needed. Just a little hair pull. Um, Brazil is huge, so I'm sure many people will tell you different stories, but that was the story in my little Holy corner. Holy
0: shit, that's actually like darkly upsetting for a child.
2: I also don't know how to pronounce a Sao Paulo? Yes. Sao Paulo? Okay. So that's where she's from. That's her little corner. Anyway, to summon her, you had to turn off the lights in the bathroom, go into a stall. For some reason, this was more of a school thing than an at-home thing. Ooh, Fair. that's a fun twist. And lock the door, flush three times, and spin around saying her name three times. Um, she would then reach out of the mirror once you walked out of the stall ah! and slam your head onto the sink. That's not fun. Causing you to die like she did. This caused quite a couple girls to stay inside a stall for a good hour. Well, right. I was going right, to say. Right. That's why they're in the stall for an hour. <laughs> Got it. Um, <laughs> alternately, she would either gouge your eyes out or, you know, choose your own adventure transport you into the mirror world (gasps) depends on who you heard it from
0: okay this is really
2: much cooler
0: much like more intense this is
2: like the adult version yes but yeah that's it i know the whole world has their versions so i thought i'd share with you my brazilian insight thanks so much for doing what you do i tune in every sunday and it's the highlight of my day sending love to all of you and geo
0: aw
2: so geo and eva get their fucking names right on but not us thanks not you or me
0: but Megan got the most attention out of all of Once us. Once again, Megan's classic. A,
2: Megan's the popular one. Oh, she
0: always was. Someone tweeted at us about the Megan joke, and her name was obviously Megan. And she was like, yeah, I mean, like, I get it. My husband calls me... Mega uh, bitch. Mega bitch. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that's actually really clever. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I'm a Megan, and I can be pretty fucking bitchy. I'm like, she's, she's like, I'm, I'm Megan,
2: and I'm proud. <laughs> self-aware, Megan. Okay.
0: Let's go. This is from Mika. Micah? Listen. Singer, Who's to say? The singer Mika. I was in love with him as a child. Christine has
2: an affinity for
0: Mika. He's definitely not straight. Okay. Well,
2: who is anyone you love? <laughs>
0: Nobody. Nobody help. Okay. Please don't ever leave me. <laughs> for a man. Here, my one shot. <laughs> okay. This is for Mika or Micah. Listen. Great. Love it. Okay. So I was born in Arkadelphia, Arkansas love it arkansas or arizona a-r arkansas arizona's az yes right thank you arkansas but moved to little rock okay moved to little rock after my mom finished pharmacy school when i was eight we moved into a much larger house than i was used to living in on account of my mom starting to make that cash money
2: (laughs) (laughs) making money moves love
0: you this she's funny they're funny i don't know The house had never been lived in before and had been on the market for two years prior to us buying it. After moving in, I always had a very uneasy feeling about the house. I constantly felt like there was either someone watching me, following me, or thought I heard footsteps on the top floor while I was sleeping. No. I always shrugged it off, assuming that there couldn't possibly be spirits living there since we were the first people to ever live in the house. Wrong. Still, I never felt comfortable being there by myself or even being alone in my room for very long. Even when I was alone, it never really felt like it. I always felt another presence with me. Nothing ever directly happened to me until one day when I was 13, I was home alone watching my little sister, who was three at the time. My brother, who's the same age as me, was at a friend's house, and both of my parents were at work. My little sister, Maddie, had been playing all day and went down for a nap. While she was asleep, I decided to take a shower. After I got out of the shower, the foggy mirror had writing on it. No. It said, if you can read this, it worked. (gasps) Time travel through words. What? But through is spelled T-H-R-E-W. So it literally says, if you can read this, it worked. Time travel
2: through words. Oh, ew. Like time travel through the words. I think it's just incorrectly spelled. She said no, it, I'm going to give it a double meaning. Okay, sure. In principle. But like, yuck. I mean, it's time travel, so I'm down no matter what actually happened. Yep. Yeah. Listen. But yuck about you that. You know I love a good time travel story. It That's says, why I'm making the double meaning. I'm like, I need this to be correct somewhere. Incorrect grammar and all. Seeing this immediately
0: sent chills up my spine. Yeah. And I mean, I would be like, someone's going to murder me in five seconds. Oh,
2: I was literally going to be like, cool. And I would have written a message back. But in that like creepy chiller, like
0: with a dripping no. If I'm if I'm a no. If I'm in the shower <laughs> and someone's writing on my, mirror... I guess if
2: I'm nude, I feel more vulnerable. So I'd be like, meh.
0: I feel like mentally, I wouldn't I feel be like ready. If someone's to in respond. my bathroom while I am, I'm vulnerable. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. <laughs> um. Seeing this immediately sent chills at my spine, and I had a sense of dread that made me feel like I needed to get the fuck out of the bathroom. I kept trying to justify it, considering maybe one of my family members had come home and done it to mess with me, but it would have but I would have heard the bathroom door open as it had an uneven frame and skidded across the floor when opened. Additionally, the handwriting in the mirror was very neat and blocky, almost like it had been typed. <clears throat> which didn't match any of my family members handwriting. My little sister was the only one home and she was three at the time. There's no way she could have reached the mirror or written out a sentence like that. Plus, she was still asleep when I got out of the shower. I ran out of the bathroom and quickly checked all the doors and windows in the house, which were all still locked. And our alarm system that I'd set before getting into the shower was still on as well. Ew, this is so fucking creepy. I'm I'm so
2: down with this one.
0: When my mom got home, I told her and assumed that if I fogged the mirror up again, the message would reappear. But it didn't, leaving my family members to not believe me. (laughs) Oh, no, that's rough. I haven't told the story to many people because I understand how unlikely it sounds. But just thinking about it still leaves me with an uneasy feeling to this day. I never had any more mirror messages reappear. I would be scared every time I took a shower. I'd be like looking at the mirror every five seconds. I feel like so cool. Uh, I never had any more mirror messages reappear since then, but now that my sister is 11, she also has uneasy feelings about the house my parents still live in. She has trouble sleeping, often stating that she's too scared to sleep because she's afraid someone will come get her. <gasps> I don't know what that means or what manifested this fear in her, but it only confirms my fear that something in the house isn't right. Anyway, I apologize for the lengthy email, but I hope you found the story at least mildly interesting or sufficiently freaky. I'm hashtag team wine, Mika, 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 Mika. Time traveler, woof, in the making, and a half.
2: What? It, yeah, what if it's her? That's what. I, that's what I think. I mean, it I is. know.
0: Oh, it didn't really occur to me. I thought it was just some creepo, like going to w- women's bathrooms, and writing creepy letters. Oh
2: no! The, this entire time, I've assumed it was just. No, I was thinking time from, travel t- from the oh, t- from the I was future. Thinking time
0: travel, just like a creepo time travel. Because
2: I, 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 mean, I know I'm probably not a common. I, I, it's probably not a common thing, but I regularly think about like if I could time travel, I would absolutely leave a note for myself. So I'm just like but instantly geared to that. wouldn't she leave something more like that. you know it's you?
0: Like, I'm sure she knows that, like, you don't spell through that way. You know? I just yeah. feel like I'd be, like, more careful about, like, what I wrote. Like, I'd plan but it out. But maybe in the future, that's how you spell through. I don't know. Maybe. I'm just trying uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, listen. Maybe. But, like, I feel like I'd write something, like...
2: More obvious. It's Gio's mom from the future. It's like you have to, like... Come up with like a secret code word only for you and never say it out loud, and then use that. Right, and you'd think if you're trying to time travel, you've like thought this through, but
0: maybe not. Maybe it was like a brief. I don't maybe. know. Maybe maybe someone wrote it. I don't know. And then was like maybe in the future. I don't know. No, that doesn't make any sense.
2: I mean, I'm open to all opinions it's and so theories. So wild, though. I could I could talk about time travel and never get tired of it. Just the notion, whether it's time travel or someone in your home. Or someone a ghost. I mean, it could be a ghost, but time travel just seems most likely to me. I think me. time travel
0: or someone fucking breaking into your home seem the two most likely options.
2: I mean, I guess if we're talking about real, realistically, real someone broke into that house. And
0: that, I think, is scarier. <laughs> I'd rather have a ghost time traveler than a But fluffy... then,
2: it didn't reappear later, which means it wasn't something that you could physically ex- explain yeah, either. this is true. It's like a trifecta. Maybe all three of those things work together. Oh
0: my god, I don't like
2: it. Maybe it's a guy who broke in in the future and, and it's, it's like let's see if time travel is real all right anyway moving on um, <laughs> Holy this one is called ghost taser <laughs> okay by pc brit pc brit says hi so i just want to share an experience i had at work i have listened listened to your podcast for a while and figured out one of my work experiences would be right up your street i am a police officer based in north london uk i work on the emergency response team here and have done have done so for a number of years if you call nine one sorry, I was used to 911. nine if, one one. one <laughs> <laughs> If you call nine nine nine, I'll try and fix the problem. Uh yeah, you will. This story relates to a call I attended once that to date has no explanation. In the course of my career I have been to the scenes of some harrowing and distressing situations, but this is the one call that sticks out in my mind as being unexplained. Okay, I'm already scared. I was on duty on a night shift when a call came through from dispatch stating that there was a confirmed sequential alarm uh, from one of the churches on our borough. This means that numerous alarms inside the premises have been triggered, indicating someone like a burglar is triggering, al- triggering alarms as they move around. Oh, okay. As such, I assigned my call sign and made progress to the church. All these, like, all this jargon. I assigned my call sign and made progress. 911. 991. Nine <laughs> <laughs> Woof um okay he made progress right uh we arrived shortly afterward at a small church by char by charterhouse square an old church from the 1300s look as an american like i forget that things existed in the 1300s i'm like wow if it's not like the late 1700s or early or, or more recent like it just doesn't exist in my mind i know that's, <laughs> that's so american
0: of you Why <laughs> think about anything else
2: Okay, the so the world
0: didn't exist before America.
2: 1776, man. So, um, okay, the 1300s. It was a bitterly cold night and everything seemed quiet and silent. I couldn't see any lights in the windows of the chapel and there were no vehicles or indication of other parties being present. I noticed the front door of the church was wide open and tried to notify my control, but the reception was really poor. I attributed this to the density of the buildings nearby. It was at this point I turned on my body-worn video camera. It's Ooh. the same type that the NYPD carry. I went inside the church into the entrance, and we started trying doors. Two were open, one leading to the main church hall, and the other to the stairwell for the upstairs offices. My colleague went upstairs to check for intruders whilst I did the same thing in the main church hall. I started working down the nave with my torch, with my torch out. Oh, flashlight. I was like your torch like I know 1300 <laughs> just got mentioned but oh my god
0: oh did they not mention we're <laughs> this is actually a story from 14 so a
2: tor- a torch I guess means flashlight there it does yes okay. um <laughs> and
0: in Canada M you really got to get used to this jargon Listen,
2: uh I started walking down the nave with my torch out scanning the room for anything untoward or signs of a break-in as I was doing this I heard a loud thud come from the left there was mm-hmm. a side altar with a door that was ajar. The sound wasn't overly loud, but sounded like someone being careless and dropping something heavy and then scraping it along the stone floor. I went to the door and it was a staircase leading downstairs. I was armed with a taser, so I turned it on as I was going down. I didn't. Oh,
0: this is terrifying. Sorry. A lot of detail. Yeah.
2: I didn't know if there was a burglar down in the basement. There are unsavory characters and uh, unsavory characters and often carrying tools or weapons down there. The taser projects a bright torch beam and two laser dots for aiming, so I went down the stairs with the taser drawn and also my torch out, otherwise it is pitch black and silent. I get to the bottom of the stairs, another wooden studded door. I hear another sound from within, again like someone clumsily moving items. A clunky, dragging noise. I opened the door, and inside was a medium-sized room that was all stone. It was completely bare and empty, and as far as I could see, there was nothing inside. I took maybe three paces inside, and... As I stood there, I felt the temperature of the room suddenly increase dramatically from being icy cold to stifling hot. Ooh. Also, I was scanning the room with a taser, and I saw the lasers hit an object that wasn't there. Uh. Yikes. There was nothing there, but I could see the lasers were being obstructed by something in the room. I aimed at this object, and it seemed to be moving, whew, as I could <laughs> see the lasers tracing over it and not reaching behind the wall. Uh, or not reaching the wall behind, sorry as soon as this happened the torch flickered off and the laser the taser went completely dead leaving me pitch black freaky as hell I bugged the fuck out of that room as soon as I got up the stairs there was another quieter thud from the same room and when I got up the stairs the taser worked again and the torch was fine I called the church warden to lock the place up and ask him about the room he told me that the cellar was disused but that during construction the church had been the site of a mass plague grave like 35,000 people big (gasps) this room had disturbed one of the graves when belts and he said that they never used it but would not elaborate any further
0: oh, oh my god i
2: was freaked out but okay weird things happen maybe technical faults when i got back to the nick what's the nick
1: spell it i think that was the
2: headquarters it oh seems like the oh gotcha. when i got back to the nick i checked the footage turns out the camera stopped recording as soon as i started walking down the no staircase way. into the stone room It started again as soon as I came out, and this kit is extremely robust and reliable. Well, and you
0: don't need, like, Wi-Fi. It's not like, oh, service didn't reach in there. Like, it's a battery. Okay, what the fuck?
2: Um, So apparently the kit does not fail like this. I don't personally believe in the paranormal, but I will admit I won't be going down into any more church basements.
0: Can you imagine how fast their fucking heart must be pounding walking down the stairs with a taser? And like, I don't
2: care if you're a cop; like that doesn't make you like invincible. Like no, you yeah. still have to have There's so much fear, fear inside like, of you. That makes you extra brave because you're just yeah like, gonna go down alone. I like. I feel like. People are like, oh, I'll call the cops. They won't be afraid. It's like, no, no. They are afraid. They have a taser. <laughs> they Don't just, worry. They're just, they just feel maybe like 1% more safe.
0: And just like skinny, and it, it stops working and you're like, I like, guess I got to run up. Got a blast. blast. It's like, I got See a blast of this fucking stairs. You know when you run up the stairs and you feel like someone's going to like grab you from behind? Yeah. Oh, uh, That's like real.
2: Oh, yeah. Ugh. Um. Okay. Also, so that was um, PS Love the Show from PC Brit. Well,
0: thank you, PC Brit. That was really i felt like i was in an episode of uh bones criminal minds i don't oh, know okay you know a tv show <laughs> i felt like i was in a tv just like walking down the stairs i like i also especially my favorite part was when M said laser instead of taser because that made it more fun
2: i feel like i said a lot of things wrong in that <laughs> you're like the I'm laser not, stopped working i got used to like uk I was like, what jargon laser
0: <laughs> i like it <laughs> the torch and the laser i was like it's like what? opposites <laughs> like the torch from like 1300 and the laser from like
2: right 2500 right. can you imagine if he actually did just carry around a laser and a torch it's i like love it from all across the border and then show up in a bathroom and write
0: <laughs> words through time travel Yes, or whatever yes. the fuck
1: explore new possibilities pleasure zones and find your vibe at funlove.com And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18-store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. And That's Why We Drink is sponsored by Squarespace.
0: Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with squarespace it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your terms you don't want to miss fluid engine a next generation website design system from squarespace with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile i don't know this for a fact but it's my opinion that there is no easier way to build a website than squarespace because of this drag and drop technology it gets better every year and it is just you when you think it can't get any better and easier it does i've been using squarespace (laughs) since 2017 Um, And in that time, they have just proven themselves to be the best and easiest way to make a website. So anytime I make a website for any reason, that's where I go. When you're ready to get started, you can use one of Squarespace's professional website templates with designs for every category. And then you can customize it. You can customize the look, add new content, add features to fit your unique needs. It's just a great spot to have a landing page for you, for your business, for whatever it is you're trying to market or showcase. Squarespace is the best platform to use, in my opinion. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. so thrilled that we are working with fast growing trees. I spent about an hour and a half on the website trying to decide what I would love to order from their products. They have so many options and you can actually filter it by zones, by growing zones to make sure, you know, it'll work in your garden. Um, They have everything from massive privacy shrubs and trees to very, very specific flowers. I actually ended up ordering a lilac shrub for my garden. I recently discovered how much I love the smell of lilac. And so, I thought, you know what? Perfect chance. Why don't I get some lilac growing in my yard? I think it's going to smell beautiful. And I also got my mom a little lavender plant as an Easter present. Right now, they have some of the best deals online, like up to half off on select plants. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code DRINK at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code DRINK at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code DRINK. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay. This is from Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Jamie um okay jamie uses they them theirs okay oh it's in their signature look it's not even in the email i don't i mean maybe it is oh but genius i like that very much okay jamie hi em and christine and little baby geo ah. before i get started i just wanted to say that i love y'all so much i've been trying to get caught up with the episodes and i love to binge them when i drive from montana to colorado where my family lives y'all are so spooky your podcast keeps me awake for the whole drive. Also, I'm lactose intolerant, and I can't drink because of the medication I'm on, so team Geo. <laughs> will allow it. Anyway, this is the story of the time me and my roommate probably met some sort of winter spirit and got hucked into another dimension for a month.
2: Oh, you too, huh?
0: <laughs> and it's like, been there, done that. It's like, okay, try again <laughs> if you're trying to wow me. As they sip their LaCroix, let me remind everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, I actually do need some wine. Hold on let me remind everyone look at me (laughs) neither of our standards are very high
0: why else do we hang out with each other (laughs) during the winter in montana where i live it gets really really dark and depressing the sun goes down super early and it's so fucking cold you would not believe this coupled with the stress of school used to make my roommate and i so stressed out that we would take long drives out into the rural areas near our apartment to cathartically scream where no one could hear us nice real casual so one night, that's actually kind of brilliant.
2: I do that into my pillow sometimes. I
0: was gonna say me too, but I f- or I do actually I do it in my car when I'm driving down the highway. Oh,
2: that's that's fair. I've I, done that.
0: I've done that, yeah. But it is brilliant to go to like outside, like in the middle of
2: nowhere, where you can just fucking scream into the horizon. In, and <laughs> in college, we had a uh, yell yell like hell. Oh, uh, I feel during like, like like uh midterms. It's got to be good for your blood pressure to just oh, fucking great. scream it out. Great, yeah, I love that. <laughs> What's it called? Yell like
0: hell. I like it. So one night during an unusually dark and cold spring, we were driving around doing this on the outskirts of town. When we found a place we thought would be far enough away from people, I pulled over. As we stopped, the headlights of my car caught a pair of glowing eyes. Oh, good. About 10 feet in front of us was a deer. Oh, I forgot to say the subject of this email is called a deer stole my soul. <laughs>
2: Okay, so this is no longer a secondary character in my mind. This is. I didn't think about it until I saw that. Got it. This is the antagonist. And then I went,
0: oh, right. The gigantic letters on top of this page. I see. (laughs) Was a deer. I've seen a lot of deer before. I know how they act and how they do the deer in the headlights thing where they stop and look at you and can't move or whatever. But this felt completely different. This thing felt otherworldly. Oh, dear. This really raw energy and emotion washed over me and I teared up instantly. I'm crying now just thinking about seeing it
2: oh well, that's not a
0: good sign it started walking toward us confidently can dear be confident idk its eyes were haunting and terrible it, okay this is really actually upsetting My roommate and I looked at each other, and we were both so freaked out. I'm not sure we said anything to each other, but we got the fuck out of there. We we were both crying. One other thing that strikes me about that deer was that it had really large antlers, which was unusual because it was late February slash early April, and they usually drop their antlers before then. I really cannot convey how unearthly this animal felt. I will remember how it felt when it looked at me for the rest of my life. (sighs) Yeah. No. Yucko. So anyway, my roommate and I are rattled but still ready to scream, (laughs) so we keep driving. Still on the outskirts of town, we're driving down a country road, and we see this weird little shack with a glowing Coke vending machine on the side of the road. We're surprised because it felt like that machine shouldn't have been there, but hey, we're thirsty from the screaming, so we stop to get a drink. (laughs) I hop out of the car and find that the cans only cost a quarter, which was weird, but I bought one. We keep driving. I drive us out on a road that only goes one way. It has no turn-offs. My roommate and I don't see any turns at all as we're driving down this road. To reiterate, this is a straight road with no opportunities to turn off of it. So we find a spot, do some stress-relieving screaming, and get back in the car. We turn the car around. So really
2: making your presence known in the middle of nowhere. I see. Okay. Got it. <laughs> we
0: scream bloody,
2: we blood scream curdling. as loud as a human possibly can, and then hope nobody finds us. <laughs> and then grab our can and
0: get back in the car. Our quarter can. And not a quarter mile down the road, there's an intersection. We have to choose either right or left. Which, if you remember, is a little bit different than how the road we drove there, than how the road we drove there on was. I usually have an excellent sense of direction, so I was really freaked out. I turned left, and the road started curving. We probably drove on it for 10 minutes until we got to an intersection with stoplights. Civilization, thank God. It turned out we were about 20 miles out of town in a direction we hadn't even been driving, which made absolutely no sense considering where we had originally been going. It was so freaky. We got home very rattled and went to bed. You know the drill. But I shit you not, for a whole month after that, everything just felt off. I can't describe it. I just felt persistently uncomfortable and wrong the whole time. It was unsettling. It only stopped when we went on another nighttime cathartic screaming trip. We were outside of town again when I saw something on the road, slammed on the brakes, and guess what it was? The fucking deer. Mm. Confidence and big antlers and horrible, horrible, glowing eyes and all. It looked at us, and we felt the same rush of emotion and energy as the first night. And then it left. Just walked right into the trees on the side of the road, and we immediately lost sight of it. Gross. But after that, the uncomfortable feeling pretty much immediately resolved itself. So to the best that we can make of it, we entered in another dimension for about a month. The deer was some sort of winter spirit thing, and though seeing it was scary, it didn't feel particularly malevolent. Maybe it was giving us a warning about where we were about to go. Maybe it was guiding us in and out of other dimensions. I don't know. But either way, a few weeks after we got back, I found a wired deer sculpture near the dumpster by my apartment, and I saved it. We keep it in our living room now. It's a nice reminder of that time, and honestly, I'm too freaked out to get rid of it. My roommate and I don't do cathartic nighttime screaming trips anymore. Fair. I drove past the shack recently and the Coke <laughs> machine is gone, but now there's a Pepsi machine. So what does that mean?
2: Ooh, another world, maybe.
0: Ooh. Anyway, spooky winter shit. Sorry that got so long. I love y'all. Thank you so much
2: for all the work you do. I appreciate it so much. Take care, Jamie. I believe them a thousand percent. Everything they <sighs> <I> just said. <gasps> you know, one time uh, in high school, a deer charged and rushed me, like char- like yeah. rushed at me and charged at me into a hotel room and then uh we locked him in the bathroom.
0: What the fuck?
2: We were on a ski trip in high school. Where? It's called Massanutten. What state? Virginia. Virginia. It's a it's like a ski resort. Yeah. And I went to a very bougie prep school and so we had like ski trips and so there well, was I only asked cuz we also had ski trips. and I was like, "Oh, which which <laughs> ski resort did you go to?" <laughs> um and so We're horrible. We where it was like in the middle of the night and everyone was supposed to be in their rooms, but all of a sudden all these deer came out and obviously we're in high school and have food and we were like, Oh, let's like oh. try to get What is wrong with you? I was seventeen and an idiot. But like I thought, Oh, let's put food out and try to lure them in so we can pet the deer. Oh, and okay. then all of a sudden they oh. saw us having just they saw one piece of food on the ground and a whole bag of the food in our hand. And so they charged us and we tried to like run into the bathroom. And their antlers held the door open, like, got in before we could slam the door shut. What the fuck, M. And so we were like, what do we do? What do we do? And so we threw the bag in the bathroom. And then the deer got in the tub. And then we just closed the door and then made someone from the hotel come open the door and look the deer Hey, there's a deer in your bathroom. Yeah, I was like, hey, um, I don't know what it looks like in there, but it's not pretty. (laughs) I was like, I can hear the shower curtain just ripping off. (laughs) Holy, when
0: you give a deer a Dorito. I hope you learned your fucking lesson. A Dorito. Dorito. um one time i accidentally backed into a deer with my body like i was like in parts a the car <laughs> and i was like walking backwards and i like hit something and i was like what the fuck and i turned around there's a fucking deer and i was like i just walked into it and then we both just kind of like
2: you're both like just slowly side truly. it was
0: actually very terrifying
2: okay because i thought i it was like
0: a, a full-grown man like i just walked into i don't know yeah it was terrifying anyway thank you jamie for your story we're not trying to
2: my story is better than yours jamie I mean, like, neither of our stories are better than that. No. So okay. thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. Our last, not our last, my last one is from Andy. Hi, Andy. And uh, Andy says, Kanichiwa from Okinawa, Japan. Cool. I am stationed in Okinawa, which happens to be a super haunted island. So Emmy may want to check it out. You're right. I just may and found your podcast about a month ago and absolutely love it i listen to it every day on my commute to work i'm daytime team milkshake and nighttime team wine or whiskey to be honest my wife hey lgbt yay my wife is team wine all the way andrea oh my wife is team wine all the way though yay uh and then she goes on to say they go on to say okay story time I grew up in Tucson, Arizona, and that's where the story takes place. I was 16 on my way home from swim practice, and it was dark out. I was the first car stopped at a red light on a two-lane road. I was rear-ended by a big Dodge Ram truck who didn't know how to brake, apparently. So still in my swimsuit, I get out of the car, and there is a man and a woman in a truck, and they start yelling at me. Clearly, the situation is not a good one, so I suggest that we pull into a parking lot to exchange information. But the man is saying, don't call the cops, and keeps looking in the back of his truck oh, bed. Oh, no. At this point, 16-year-old me is taking mental notes of everything. His hands are weathered, and he looks like he does construction, so I figure he has heavy tools like shovels and stuff in the back of his truck. At which point, I promise myself that if he gets out of his truck, I will book it barefoot, because fuck that shit. Fuck yeah. Well, he doesn't get out of the car, but demands I go to his house <laughs> and give him uh, and give me money for the damage and i explained that i'm only 16 and don't feel comfortable with that hell yeah i'm also one, so i looked older than a 16 year old girl at the time by the grace of god i kept my voice steady and calm the entire altercation i requested again for his info and he yelled at me again and said are you coming and drove are you coming and drove away
0: oh, fuck no <laughs> What the fuck
2: is wrong with you i called my dad and we called the cops and now here's the crazy part Two weeks go by, and my dad called the cops again because I haven't done anything about it, and he's about to go confront the man at his home. My dad's friend is a PI, and I wrote down the man's license plate as he drove nice. away. Nice. And the cops said not to do that because the man is dangerous. A day later, I see the guy's mugshot in the paper. Turns out he had just killed the guy and dumped the body in one of the canyons near town around the same time I got rear-ended. No way. The body was probably in the back of his truck when he hit me. No way. I also live in a haunted house in Oklahoma City, but that's another story for another day. Love to y'all and baby Geo Andy. Holy
0: shit. So there's a fucking body back there. the guy keeps looking back like don't call the police fuck that noise yep holy shit andy i'm glad you're
2: okay (laughs) i'm glad you're okay too way to listen to your guns and guns your gut stick to your guns (laughs) follow your your gun and stick to your that's what i always say i mean i never know what i'm saying i'm just turning into my mother that's what i always say oh always listen to your gun (laughs) always listen to your gun and stick to your gut
0: (laughs) This is from Sydney. This is our last story today. My fiance's aunt's cult condo is haunted. Oh, let's hear it. Let's go. Hey, guys. I always wanted to write in, but didn't think I had a story until I remembered this incident. My fiance has a big family. Almost half of them are Mormon, which is its own thing. But the other half are in a legit cult led by his aunt. Woo! I won't say the name of it because I don't want my in-laws to hate me, but but also because there have been some mysterious deaths attributed to this particular religion. Nope. Holy shit. Anyway, what? Now I have to read this. I'm going to get in trouble. (laughs) Anyway, before we got engaged, we went to visit some family in our home state and the cult leader graciously let us stay at the condo she and her husband keep there. They were at their main home in a different state. From the second I entered, I knew some strange things went down there. When you first walk in, there is a large room with a huge mirrored wall and a large round sofa big enough to fit at least 12 people with several large floor cushions angled around a big armchair. Oh, that's where I stood, actually. (laughs) Story time with (laughs) them. There was also a door in the back with a padlock on it. Oh, no. We just shrugged it off and unpacked in one of the guest bedrooms. Bye. (laughs) Peace. Throughout our stay, my fiancé and I were getting in increasingly serious fights about things that had never bothered us before. I am talking all-out screaming matches about really stupid things. I thought it was just the stress of the trip until our last day there. I was out in the main room checking our suitcase for something, and he was in the bedroom making the bed. I was looking down into the suitcase facing the mirrored wall when I felt a heavy hand on my shoulder. (gasps) I thought it was my fiancé and looked up into the mirror to talk to him. No one was there. Nope. I spun around as quick as I could, and the room was completely empty. Oh, God. Freaked out, but second-guessing what I felt, I called out to my fiancé to let him know I was going to go outside for a bit. Clear as day, I heard him call back, Okay. I was outside sitting in plain view of the little peephole on the front door for about five minutes when I heard my fiancé frantically calling my name from inside. I shouted that I was still outside. A few minutes later, he burst outside and ran to me. This is what he said happened when I left. He never heard me say I was going outside. He never shouted, okay, in response. Instead, he came out to the front room looking for me, and when I wasn't there, he called for me. He swears he heard my voice reply from the back of the condo where the padlock door was. He went back there, and obviously I wasn't there. He said he got this overwhelming sense of dread and the feeling that he needed to find me as soon as possible. He ran all around the condo looking for me and even looked out the peephole but said he didn't see me sitting there. We ran in, grabbed our suitcase, and haven't gone back since. I don't know a ton about this cult as they are very secretive. But after that experience, I am pretty confident that they are messing around with some dark stuff. Mm. I guess the what was that? And what the fuck was that, too? Oh, Alexander's home.
2: Oh. <laughs> oh my god, the whole room I'm shook. Like
0: 635? That's the front door. Oh, that scared me. Whew. I guess the moral of the story is that if the leader of a cult offers to let you stay in her condo, don't. Thanks for the podcast. See. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Duly noted.
0: Oh, no. The cult. The padlock door. The mirrored oh, walls. Oh, yikes. I don't like it. I wonder what it is. Now I must know. Well, I don't. <laughs> I don't need See? to know.
2: Tell me more. Thank you so much, everyone, for sending in your stories. Um, Thank you. We appreciate it. And happy belated Halloween. Happy November. And CK is back to telling a story for the two stories, right? Two? Um, Thank you to
0: everyone who donates to us on Patreon. You can go check out CK stories and our gift video from September, which we just posted. We're going to post October. By this point, I think we've already posted October. So thank you for listening and thank you for supporting us. Yes.
2: And that's why we drink. (laughs) Bye. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a RE-MAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying.
1: I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you.
2: RE-MAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the RE-MAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.